y'all doing today, baby? Y'all already know the horns are in again. We going crazy again. Hope y'all doing well. Hope y'all keeping safe. Shout out to the doctors. Shout out to the nurses. Shout out to my boy, Kale. Just celebrating a birthday. Happy birthday, brother. Uh, no, no spiel today. No yelling. No, none of that. I'm way more calm today. You know, I'm way more chill. Way more chill. So we're just going to kick it right off. I'm going to call my brother. What it is, what it ain't, what it could be, everybody. It's Friendly Fade coming to you live from quarantine. It's your boy, Ski. It's your boy, Hoosh, baby. So we're just hanging out, talking that bullshit. You can follow us on Instagram at Friendly Fade Podcast and on Twitter at Friendly underscore Fade. Hunini, what's going on, Pimpin? Uh, not that much, man. I'm just living life, you already know. Horns again, like I said, they they they're riling today. They're riling. The fans, they loved it. <laughs> yeah, man. How about you, man? How you doing? I'm good, man. We out here, you know, played a bunch of Apex and bullshit. You know, I wanted to give a shout out one time to Mob Deep, RIP Prodigy, on the day of our of recording this. It's the uh, 25th birthday or anniversary of the infamous album which you probably know best for having the legendary single Shook Ones Part 2. Mm-hmm. So I would say it's a hood classic and a hip-hop classic, so feeling good about that. R.I.P. Prodigy. For sure. R.I.P. A Prodigy. R.I.P. Fred the Godson. Yes. Oh, yo. Shout out to shout out to Fred the Godson and his people. Sorry about all that, man. Coronavirus taking them. That's some, some terrible shit. Yeah. Praise up to Scarface as well. Yes. Dealing obviously with coronavirus, but then had a collapsed lung and now he's having kidney issues. So prayers up to him. It, you know, it's crazy, man, is seeing how hip hop is, is so dominant now. Like, you know, you think about it when it was a subculture at best. And, you know, all these people you see, mainstream media and pop culture is based on hip hop and rap now. It's crazy. Yeah. Like, you know, we got lucky that we caught it right when it did, where we could listen to everything that happened pretty much at our birth years and then, you know, up until now. But it, it didn't really start popping and locking like that for me, I don't think, until Drake came on the scene or like Carter Three, Little Wayne, 2008-ish. Mm. So you're saying like hip-hop is where it is now because of Drake? Yeah, it's shit. <laughs> <laughs> Last foot up, right hand slide. Thought I could squeeze out a compliment from him making it worldwide. Left foot on green, right hand on yellow. <laughs> Great song, Crazy. But that's that's neither here nor there. I will say he has he has put hip hop to a new level, but it's not exactly the level I want everyone to be on. Oh my god, I, I just heard I just heard Ski say something positive about Drizzy to God. What? Cannot. I'm. I'm almost speechless. Say something good about Russ. Um. He. He's alive. <laughs> he exists. Take that how you want. But you know, it's funny. While we're on this topic, you know about that French Montana shit. Yeah. 
Frenchie done smoked a whole fucking vial, couple vials of that rock, yo. I think he's just bored. <laughs> I honestly think he's just fucking bored. Like, it's funny when people... I get, I get his point. Because everyone's like, oh, well, Kendrick has these many platinum records and this many, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, okay. But you go to a concert and certain songs come on. What's going to get the crowd more hype? He's talking about anthems. I still don't agree. I, th- I still think Kendrick has more anthems. But I get what he means. Because some of these French Montana songs go crazy. Don't stop. Pop that. Don't stop. Yeah, pop, pop that. that is... I'll still play that to this day and go crazy. You'll be out here you know, doing the wet t-shirt parties in, in Miami with that shit. Oh my God, it's my jam! <laughs> but when he talks, he's like, oh, this is off the top 20 and he's putting like hot nigga remix. I'm like, bro, really? <laughs> you do know Kendrick has Mad City, right? <laughs> like, he has Mad City. You're not doing anything. All right, I was I was blessed enough to see Kendrick Lamar live Same. during the, uh, the damn uh, era. Oh damn, bro! Yeah, he he did not have to do one word of humble. Oh yeah, like literally the whole crowd wrapped it on par. We did the whole song. Then he was like, "Can I? Can I get? Can I get a verse in?" And then he did it the whole song again. I don't know. I've seen French. I've seen French lives. That that shit was not anywhere near that. That's how. That's like a a J Cole concert is too, though. So it's different when like you who that's more of like oh who's your fans? I think like when you go to like festivals and they do something like that, that's when you can really get the test. And that's what French was talking about. Like yo, we go to we go to the same festival. Who's gonna have the hotter set? Like yeah, you go to a J Cole concert. Everyone's gonna know all the words. He doesn't have to rap anything. We're all diehard fans. You go to a Kendrick one. I expect you to know all the fucking words. But if you go to a combined like SummerSlam type of shit or Coachella and you it's still you're not getting a single line in, all right, you got a fucking anthem. Mm-hmm. And that's why like a Mad City is that. I still think Humble is that as well. But when I think of Kendrick's biggest song that is going to just shut shit down, I'm thinking of a Mad City and then Humble would be second for that. Humble is his most like commercially successful, I think. I think uh, I think Bitch Don't Kill My Vibe could probably go up there too. That's a vibe. That's a vibe one. Like a pun intended, but like it's <laughs> it's gonna be Bitch Don't Kill My. Like it's not getting the crowd like super hype, but that it's it's even like what is it four bars off of Mad City is gonna get the crowd hype. Schoolboy Q's uh yeah ad libs yeah yeah Run down yeah like yeah, that it's going crazy. I got goosebumps thinking about it. So, I don't know. It, French is... I don't fucking know. And I was like picking fights with Young Thug about it. Like, I got more hits than you <laughs> and I got more... It's like, dude... French used to be out there, though. Like, he, he was outside. I don't know. They say that about... They say that about Young Thug, too, but I don't know if I buy it. We talking about outside, like in the underground streets, like music-wise? No, not even, not even music-wise. In the streets. Nah, that doesn't mean anything to me. That means everything to me. No. They, Credibility. We're, talk, we're talking about the hits. I don't give a fuck if you sold crack. Like I or, do. <laughs> I do, I do, and if you claim it, that's the one, you know what I'm saying? Like that means everything. No. If we're talk 
I get it. You're talking about music that you'll like, but we're talking about hits. If we're talking about hits, the conversation's on hits, I don't give a fuck if you sold a brick. Like, it doesn't mean shit to me. Mm-hmm. That's the difference between uh, someone, some random person versus like Jay-Z. Jay-Z was selling or whatever, but at the end of the day, dude's made amazing music. That's all I care about. No one's going to give a fuck about it if he's rapping like um, the squeaky nigga on every beat. <laughs> like, no one's going to give a shit if you sold. I was really, I, okay, cool. That's That's great. You can't keep a 16 in a tuck, though. So I, don't I can't. You know, it's funny. Like, when I think of French anthems, I'm thinking Shot Caller, Pop That. You got the Freaks track with Nicki Minaj. That's a good one. Um, uh, unforgettable. Mm-hmm. Now you lost me after that. Stay scheming. I don't but know if that's it's not even like a hype one. It's just kind of like stay scheming. But I don't know if that's an anthem. I couldn't tell you his verse. I couldn't even tell you Ricky's verse. I can't tell you one verse off of anyone or off of any French Montana songs. I can't tell one French Montana verse. So maybe he's got better courses. <laughs> he's got better courses than Kendrick, but hits? I don't know. How do you feel about the president telling us to drink bleach? Mad as shit. He must have tapped into my phone one day because I love saying that phrase. Are you surprised by anything that no. Trump says these days? <laughs> but see, I don't let it bother me because I just don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. Bro, we got to get four more years of this dildo. Like, if y'all if y'all can't tighten the fuck up and be a man now, or you know, grow some thick skin, then you got some you got hard days coming, buddy. Uh, do you do you think he's funny? Yes, I don't even think he means to be funny, but I think that's what makes him even more hilarious. <laughs> yeah. I think I don't think he means to be funny at times, but there's sometimes he does and I think he knocks it out of the park. <laughs> I yeah. think he's hilarious. He he's an asshole, he's a bigot, he's all the other negative stuff, but he is funny. Some so of these what? posts he puts well, up. You know what's funny? This is the shit that kills me, not to cut you off, but like, mm. bro, do you think any other president before like the last eight were not bigots? And even the yeah. even the eight before or after that, I've just mentioned were probably big. It's like don't give me that shit. Don't be like he's the worst president ever. I don't know you. I don't know. He's just a dickhead. No, yeah, he's he's a complete dickhead. Yeah, it's just what is funny to me, and this is what you're talking about. The indirect funny is where he will say something and then pretend like none of it happened. <laughs> like th- that to me is hilarious because it's like dude we know you're lying <laughs> like yeah. why are you lying and he's just he doesn't give a fuck he's like yeah i never said that uh there's no proof of that big news it's like we, we have the soundbite yeah, i don't remember saying that so it didn't happen <laughs> you guys are you guys are morphing it uh it's not what i said yeah i was like and we and we kind of just move on we bitch about it for like a week like it, it's on social media and like Trump said this wasn't true and then he said this and we have the recording and then a week passes and then we're like did you know Lizzo and then like, it's just like <laughs> we don't give a fuck about about him we did literally just let him lie every day and we bitch about it for a little bit and then we move on that's what presidents do it's their fucking job to lie I don't care about if he's lying or not it's funny that he's so like Caught red-handed, and he's like, "I didn't do it." He just doubled down every time. 
<laughs> he's like hanging out with Future in the back, like, yo, how do you lie to your bitch? And he's like, this is how you do it. <laughs> I don't know, man. He's just he's a funny, he's a funny dude. I I like seeing his little meme post. Like, we're in the middle of a fucking pandemic and he's putting out like memes about Joe Biden's campaign. Like the one I saw was with Obama's Yeah, that was the funniest family. fucking thing ever. And he's playing like hip hop music in the background. <laughs> I was like, dude, what the fuck is this? This dude still thinks we're in 1967 or some shit. Like he has someone make these up and then he he just puts them out. Or whoever is like has access to his account, it's just it's so funny to me. That shit is so funny. Like it's one of his sons just being like, Dad, this is a great idea. Yeah. Fucking son, just hand me some more blow and uh you can post it. <laughs> but is this the future? Is this what we're gonna be because honestly Let's say he loses and Joe Biden is prez. Fuck out of here. Joe is not... I don't think Joe's posting like this. I'm kind of going to miss it. <laughs> I'm going to miss the post. I, I actually enjoy them sometimes when they're funny. There's some obviously ignorant ones where it's like, oh my God, dude. But like, there's a post where, what, like uh, someone got drafted or, or something like that. And Lamar Jackson was like, tweet about it and the president's like I love to see this and big ups to you Lamar or something and Lamar's <laughs> like big trust <laughs> so, dog are we gonna get this with Biden are we gonna get this with anyone else you almost don't want to though <laughs> I can't I do I like the social media presence at times I don't even follow this is the thing I don't even follow Trump and I see every fucking post Everything I learned about him in the last four years is against my will. <laughs> I didn't ask for any of this. I don't give a fuck anymore. I'm hardened. Yeah. And you know what's funny? is like, this is just somebody else's granddad. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's really nothing to me. It's like, this is... To me, he is America unmasked. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, everyone likes to be like, yo, we're PC and we're kicking it and... Everything's, you know, cool in the gang. But as soon as nobody's getting fed, fuck you. Uh, you're a liar. This is fake news. Uh, yeah. You know, this is exactly who it is. Like, this is just, this is old in America or modern America on Are, the front and center. Do you have, uh, do you have like a, a racist, not a racist, but yes, un-PC, like grandfather or uncle or anything like that? Yeah. Of course, I'm not putting nobody on blast, but yeah, I think so. I think so. I don't I can't tell if I have a specific uncle that's like that or family member that's like that, but I've definitely no, been in grandparents, just like relatives. Period. You know, yeah, they yeah. got biases. That's I. I mean, whatever, man. Does it ever make you uncomfortable when you're in those type of conversations? Like, say you're at a, like a family reunion or some family party. Yes, of course, of course, it makes me uncomfortable. But I'm not gonna stop loving them because their opinion's bad. Yeah, no, I don't or, agree. or flat out wrong. And so it's always funny to me because, like, they really try to push on you. Like, I've been in the car. I've been been in car rides. I've been in with like other people's parents, and like they get into conversations like that. And I just sit there and I'm like, all right. Yeah, man, I I, I can see your point. Yeah. <laughs> like, I see why you don't trust black people. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> someone was telling me, um, someone, what was the thing? Someone said something like, 
oh yeah, LeBron's racist. I'm like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Jay-Z is racist. I'm like, okay, I'll entertain this. <laughs> Where are you going with the big bot, the guy? I'm more or less curious. You know, it's funny. Like when that, I've had like I heard that about uh, Oprah once, mm. and I was like, "Could you please explain?" <laughs> and they they pretty much mentioned that it was like code switching, and I was like, "I don't know if that's racism." You know what I mean by code switching? I do not. Like switching up your vernacular when you're with certain people. Like um, if I was talking to you versus how I'm talking to like my boss or my mom. Yeah, that's not racist. I was like, I don't know. That's that's more of a cultural thing. Yeah, I mean, like... I wouldn't talk to a customer the way I talk to you. I wouldn't be like, yo, what's up, Pimpy? Exactly. That's a, that's a weird thing. I've, I've heard, like, the, oh, this person's racist, like, towards white people or something like that. Mm, that's, a, that's a convo I'll never win. I love explaining it and, and telling them that they're wrong. Nope, don't work. Yeah, I just... I'll entertain it. I'll just sit there and be like, oh, really? Why do you, why do you think that? It's like, oh, they're... They're the, the part Black Power, Black Panther, and oh wow, okay, yeah. How dare Black people have rights? Interesting, interesting. <laughs> but I always try to get out of it. It's always, it's funny to have those type of like family members or relatives, and it's also like the bigot ones or the ignorant ones, or even just the just overall inappropriate ones, mm-hmm. where you just gotta be like, oh, chill, man. Like, oh, hey, like a girl walks by. Hey, you see that nice piece of ass? Oh, God. <laughs> I'm, calling, I'm calling the feds. I did not I did not see that ass, that piece of ass. No, I did not. Sorry. Can we get the bill? Yeah, the check, please. Right here. And like, Can't oh. wait to never see this guy again. Yeah. <laughs> or like the, wait, the one that's like flirting with the waitress and it's like, oh, please. I would love to throw fucking her. You're old. <laughs> please she's she's 18 maybe <laughs> please i those are the those are the ones that make probably the most uncomfortable mm-hmm. the whole oh, racist oh, ones yeah. I, I can like deal with but the inappropriate like sexual advances are just like please <laughs> please don't please she's coming over please don't say please don't say it please don't say it it's like, oh you look beautiful today uh, okay yeah, so you got, you got a man? Oh, God, here we go. <laughs> Did you go to college? Yeah, it's like, oh, no. <laughs> she walks away. Oh, things I would do if I was young. Oh, ah, ah, fuck. We'd like to shout out our waitresses uh, for um, for taking a vi- or for having to deal with our fucking shitty family members. Cheers to you. Yeah. Like I, I know. Um, I think it was like it's like common practice for. I'm trying to think. It probably like in, in Japan or something like that, but for people to like have business meetings and strip clubs, right? And I'm not sure if That's what I would do. They would. That to me, that is just like I'm not conducting business in a strip club. <laughs> I'm conducting a business, but not the business <laughs> at hand. That's how you know. That's how you make the fucking business or the meeting move fast, bro. It's like, all right, what are we talking about? All right, good, good, good. All right, uh, let's have some fun. Yeah. But I don't know. To me, I would just be... It's not even a distraction. I would just feel, like, dirty, you know? I'd just be like, my suit is getting... My suit's going to smell weird. I don't want... <laughs> 
Can I leave? I don't want to be in there during that. But imagine being with like a boss, like an old, old boss. Imagine like a finance guy, you're on Wall Street or whatever, and you go to a strip club. You're a young, you're a young gun. And you're sitting in a strip club and all he's doing is just saying all this, all these inappropriate things. But you're in a strip club. It's just like, oh, do I let it slide? Do I join in? Do I laugh? Do I just, do I just sit here? What am I supposed to do? I got to get, you got to like me. And you're just in a weird position the entire time. Smile and laugh. Ha <laughs> ha, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I would like to throw a fuck into her. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> you want to bust it open and get five women in a private room? Ha <laughs> ha, yeah, maybe. Yeah, let's see if we can get Tatiana and send him in to, uh, right, to okay. join her right here. <laughs> Why'd you have to say that? Bust down, buzz it. <laughs> you know who I'm talking about, damn it. Okay. Don't and on me. time change the subject. So I was watching the show uh, Too Hot to Handle. Never saw it. Any good? It's very interesting. And the reason I want to bring it up is because the whole concept of it is sexy people on an island, on a, like a little retreat thing have to mm-hmm. abstain from sex or anything sexual. So nothing like can't masturbate, can't have sex, can't kiss anyone out of these 10 people that are here on this retreat for a whole month. One month. And the prize is $100,000. My question to you is, could you ski? Could you do it? Could I not bust a nut for 100000 yeah, definitely. Okay, one month. Now, throw this into the mix. You're allowed to cuddle. You're allowed to hug and do whatever. But the entire show, they're trying to... Suck my meat. Entice you. They're trying to tempt you. Yes. Everyone's in on it. Everyone knows, like, oh, okay, we got to save the money, whatever. But they're going to try to set up dates. They're going to give you a private suite for the night with another... Beautiful woman. You still think you're holding off. Bro, I'd be like, bitch, you can sit in that corner. I'm going to sit in this one. Don't look at me. Don't mention nothing. Don't talk to me. Mm-hmm. Get to stay the fuck over there. For a hundred thou, bro, that could change my life. Now. There's no nut. There's no booty enough that makes me want to ruin that. Everyone else on the island or at the retreat affects the pot. So you could be good the entire month, but let's say I'm on the other side making out with a bunch of girls or fucking or whatever. I'm costing you money the entire so time. Is, the, is, is it the more people who bust nuts, the less the money is? Less money you get? Yeah, so if I were to kiss, kiss someone, that's like three grand from the pot is removed. I'm beating you the fuck up. And every time I kiss a girl, it's three grand. If I fuck, it's like 20 grand. Is there any rules about violence? Because I would just fucking tape you in a radiator or some (laughs) shit. I'd chain you up and be like, all right, yo, we'll give you three meals and you got to stop busting nuts. But that's, but the whole, so the whole point about this is to form like real connections. So they want you to date, like to get into someone. And be celibate. But not let it get to the sexual part of it. Yeah. But you're laying, so you can lay in the bed together, you can cuddle, and then they'll give you, sometimes they'll give you 
like little, if you're forming like real connection, I'll give you like a little pass. And I'm like, hey, for two minutes, you can do what the fuck you want. You can have one head. Yeah, <laughs> basically. <laughs> like, and then those, it's honestly just trying to tempt you as much as possible. And everyone's wearing bathing suits. Everyone's wearing bikinis or whatever. They, it doesn't matter. But and I feel like if you, I feel like a good a good fuck is what is what keeps you to know if that relationship's going to be good. And that's the whole point. In that is all the contestants' like whole point because these are sex driven people. That's why I'm asking you. Oh, okay. Because these are it's, people. It's the horniest of the horns. Honestly. Yes, yes. So there'll be people on there like, yo, I've never had a problem getting a girl. I've for the last five years of my life, I haven't gone a single day without having sex. Like, Damn. there's people on there that are saying shit like this. And they're just used to doing whatever they fucking want. And it's like, yo, mm-hmm. for one month, you can't. But again, here's another catch to it. Once you get to the retreat, they haven't told you anything about it. They haven't told you any of the rules. What you think is happening is you're jumping onto this retreat to meet singles. To fuck. Mm-hmm. And you have 12 hours to form that like initial connection, really. Like, you don't know. You just think, oh, you don't know the time limits or anything. You're just like, oh, I'm doing whatever. Things are getting hot and heavy. And then once it hits that 12-hour mark, something comes on. It's like, yo, by the way, here's the rules. Yeah. I don't even think I'd try to meet anyone, to be honest. <laughs> Knowing what I know, I'd be like, all right, yo, I'm just going to meditate for a whole month straight. <laughs> And some people did that. Some people did that. Um, How much cash do they, do they end up getting? I can't tell you that. You got to watch the show if you want to hear. Oh, you horse. But essentially, it's supposed to be one person wins it. So I was going to say, is it like elimination where it's like, oh, y'all, y'all had sex relations. Boop, you're out the pot. Nope. It's decided at the end. It's like, because you could be fucking the whole time and cost everybody money. And that, but you might have formed a real bond and you might win the pot. So I gotta just fuck on the DL, you'll be like, shorty, meet me here at the end, edge of the island. You know, four <laughs> in the morning, camera crew can't be found. You bust that nut. All right, yo. They can see everything. They can see I don't know. Everything. I like to think I like to think that there's ways around stuff, but who am I? If it was three months, you think you could do, do you it? Think you, do you think you could go a month? No, One month easily, night. yeah. I think so too. Three months though? Mm, uh, I'd be like, get me off this fucking island. <laughs> I need a nut. Fuck this money. <laughs> three three months. Three months I probably still could. It just depends how strong the temptation is. Mm-hmm. Like I'm telling you, if if I'm messing with the the girl there and we're both on the same page, it's fine. But if that girl is like, yo, I don't give a fuck about the money. I just want to, I want to fuck you. And then it's like, ah, uh-huh. uh, uh, well, uh, uh, I could save. <laughs> Here's a quick G bar. Yeah, I'll take it out of the tab. Yeah, I ain't worried about it. Though. But that's you know that's what? what was happening. Like people, the some of the women were like getting just completely naked. Like, you sure you don't want me? It's like, ah, uh, what? I don't. Fuck, we know. <laughs> <laughs> so I. Uh, I don't know. Three months would be would be hell. A month, I think, is easy peasy. I kind of want to switch it back to music. Um, so we were talking about Kendrick and Cole and 
you know, I was watching the the Joe Budden Charlemagne God interview. He was talking about how um, he says that J. Cole is not elite, but he's like a step under elite. What are your thoughts on that? You think he's a little bit overrated? Five, four, three, two, one. <clears throat> so here's the thing. I'm a huge J. Cole fan. Okay, just to, just to get the biases out to the people, this man is a die-hard Cole fan. Die RJ Cole fan. I am waiting up to the very la- the very earliest moment to listen to any project, any song. I'm I'm putting the cape on for any track. Doesn't matter how shitty it is at the moment. Like I'm I love everything. I'm supporting everything. I'll I'll do whatever. I own every disc that he's put out. I that's that's it. I'm a huge fucking fan. <laughs> I throughout the past year hearing J. Cole on features amazing hearing Lucy's that never get released never get put on projects amazing what I've come to realize is J. Cole right now his stance in the game is very overrated Agreed. His projects are not up to his full potential. So the point they made too, they were like, this man dropped, was it, like four or five albums at this point. Um, you exclude the mixtapes, you got one classic? That's terrible. Yeah. That's like, you know, one for four? I think... And I've heard all the stuff about how, hey, I was early on, he was still navigating how to really be a commercial artist, but stay true to himself. I think he did lay like a lot of groundwork for a lot of artists now to be able to do what they do. And he can be praised by every other artist, every legend or whatever. But I do not think he makes a full body of work consistently i think 2014 forest hills drive is his best commercial project there's still issues i have with parts of songs on there but other than that i think he's never made a full album where i was like yeah every track belongs on here yeah I think every album he has, like, one of his best songs ever. Like, what's it called? Uh, For Your Eyes Only. Changes. One of his best songs ever to me. Chorus, verse, flow, everything. Message, everything about that song. I was like, this is the epitome of a J. Cole song. And this is him, like, at his highest level. Their song You know, it's funny, not to cut you off, but I almost forgot about that album because that album was shit to me. I don't think it's as bad. I want to hold those for you. And again, yeah. I'm going to bang hoes for you. There are certain songs on there where I'm just like, what the fuck were you thinking? Drinking almond milk. But there's certain songs on there that are really fucking good. Neighbors, really good. Changes, really good. I really like Immortal. I really, really like Immortal. And then the last song that's like... The Deja Vu sample... uh, Conniption, that was that was a moment in hip hop. 
Yeah. I you know it's funny if somebody used that beat, I would I would just discard it. I don't. He does a lot of questionable things uh, when it comes to albums to me. Like he'll have classic beats and barely flip them, and I'm like, God, this just doesn't move me. Like you didn't yeah. murder it, like to a degree where like these other guys did. So it just it seems so watered down. Yeah. Like you know what's the what's the track Land of the Snakes? He does the the artist storytelling beat Outcast. Mm-hmm. He didn't he didn't kill it. You know. See, I think um they say Forest Hills Drive is a classic. I I do really like Born Sinner, but it's not There's a lot of great songs on Born Sinner, but Yeah. It doesn't have the feel that like 2014 Forest Hills Drive. It doesn't have the emotion, I guess, mm-hmm. which is weird. Like every song, it sounds like he's tired. Like every song sounds like he's not as hype about his own music. Why am I getting hype about it? 2014 is like, oh, you love the music that you're doing right now, and I can hear it. I can hear it through the lyrics. I can hear it through the the delivery. I like it as well. Like it, you're making me hype as well. Then we go to For Your Eyes Only. I feel that's him trying to be artistic, like more artistic, which I I enjoy and I support. Like not every album is going to be fucking amazing. I get that. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, why the fuck are you putting certain songs on here? Yeah. Like Folding Clothes. I, I enjoy the beat. I get what you're fucking trying to do. I get it. I get it. Nobody man. wants to. Nobody wants to hear about how happy you are with your wife, though. Nobody. Not even your friends. Chance made so, a whole fucking album about that, and we roasted that motherfucker. That album was fucking <laughs> doo doo. I'm happy you love like the she's mine part one and two. I'm all right with that. You want to put that on that? I'm all right with that. Don't give me folding clothes. <laughs> How the fuck it me as a J. Cole stan, how the fuck am I supposed to explain that shit? When people are like, yo, you listen to that, so folding clothes, I don't have anything for that. What the fuck am I supposed to do? You know how hard? I mean, I'm I'm bitching, but you know how hard it is to sit in front of people and have get roasted for that folding clothes track. Nigga, I would have rather you have a pop style track than have folding clothes. Mm. Don't do folding clothes. The beat is good, but the content is ah. Like, there's just certain songs on albums where I'm like, there's because I know he makes so many songs, right? And right. I know you takes down the same thing Kendrick does and same thing Drake. All these big artists, they have millions of songs they break down. I want to just sit down in the room and go. Give me 50 of your songs. Let me make your album. I will yeah. I will make the album for you. Because it's not hard to... Like, I've already made the, the album. Where I'm like, yo, you could have done this. Put that Lucy here. Whatever, sampling, whatever. You don't want to put the Lucy's. You just take from your whole discography. Let me cherry pick. I can make the perfect album. This album would have been a classic if you would have done this. Why the fuck didn't you do it? So going going off of this, going off of him being overrated, then do you think this is gonna affect his like long term uh, popularity and build up? Because I see them, I see people turning on Cole at the end of the uh, the decade. 
I think so. What I've been noticing and why I've been like more animated about it lately is because I'm seeing a lot more love for Cole than before at the moment. Like a lot of people are like, yo, Cole's doing this because of his features. Like his features are definitely showing. Like no one is doubting that he's a good lyricist. No one is doubting mm-hmm. that he can rap with anyone. It's the body of work thing. And I think when, like you said, when people look back and they're like, all right, let's judge J. Cole's discography because he's going to retire, I think, after this next album or very soon. I don't know. He's going to retire and they're going to look back at his projects and they're going to be like, okay, sideline story. Eh. Born Sinner. That's a decent album. 2014 for, okay, woo, four eyes only. Eh. KOD. Eh. Fucking garbage. Those last two albums, I don't even play back. And the thing is, I was listening. I liked KOD when it came out. I was just listening to it the other day. And I was just, I was like, ah, dude. I don't really fuck with this like that. I can only think of the one track and it was the single. And I couldn't even tell you the name of it. And I just know the hook. Which one? The ATM? Count it up. If that was that, then yeah. And I couldn't tell you one thing that was said in that song. So that one. ATM, I think, is some of his best verses. Like, wordplay and all that. ATM, I really liked. Once an Addict, I think, is really fucking good. 1985 is good. Windows Pane. Brackets is good. But then the rest of it is, like, throwaways. To me, at least. Like even the KOD, the opening track, I, it's all right. Like it, it's all right. It, it's him testing out his his flow and his wordplay and whatever. But there's nothing that really like still to this day jumps out at me where I'm like, oh, damn, I killed that. I'm playing I this think, everywhere. I think it's unfair because we projected him to be so high. We projected him to be Kendrick Lamar, and nobody projected Kendrick Lamar to be Kendrick Lamar. But that's the thing. You listen to his... This is what aggravates me the most. Because when I think about full body of pro, full projects, I've listened to Cole put a full body together and it'd it be amazing. Mm-hmm. Friday Night Lights, the warm-up, amazing. Friday Night Lights was supposed to be his album and Jay-Z Thank was you. like, yo, you don't have a single. And they were still waiting on it and he just gave up the album. Friday Night Lights should have been his sing- his first album. That album would have been amazing. That would have been an amazing album. It yeah. wouldn't have been commercially successful to the point of even like what Sideline Story was. But when we look back and we're like, damn, that was a fucking good album. Like, it sucks that, that it had to go that way, but it is what it is but I've heard him make a full project. When we listen to things like that, it's like, yo, he can definitely be at a Kendrick level. Mm-hmm. He has a storytelling capabilities. I think it's the fact that he got into certain rooms that didn't push him to the point like a Kendrick was. Because I, I listened to, to Kendrick before Dre, and he was good. Storytelling amazing. But when he got with Dre, like, it's like a whole different level. Mm-hmm. And he might have had Good Kid Mad City in the tuck anyways because, again, he's amazing. He's amazing wordplay and all that. And he's surrounded by a bunch of people that are going to push him. Absol, J-Rock, and all that. So I don't want to put that all on, oh, Dre influence you to do this. But 
I think Cole was very much to himself. And he was like more focused on, oh, I can make the beat. I can do everything. And it's like, dude, just rap. Find the sound. Don't try to make the sound. You like, There's other people that are way more talented with making beats and, and all this type of shit. And I think it could have pushed you to the next level. Because you can hear it when he's on features. You can hear him on features and be like, that nigga is one of the best in the game. Listen back to an album. Eh, he's not really so, the best in the game. So I guess what I'm saying here is, do you think he'll he'll be remembered at the end of the day? If, you know, what, let me let me let me freak the question. Do you think he'll go down as one of like the greats of hip hop? For me, negative. Yeah, I don't think he will. Um, Unless he puts out an amazing album this next time around. I think he'd have to drop two classics. See, I don't think he I don't think he has to. I think 2014 is is his classic. And I think he has a good enough following to always keep him in the conversation. But he'll he will need another classic. You're saying he drops two more classics. I think he just drops another classic. No, I mean, to think of, like I said, let's say he went one for four. You get, you go three for uh, three for six. That's fast. It's not terrible. Uh, I think if he has four so drive and another classic, I think he should be good because he has those mixtapes, which are like golden. Like, yeah. Those are I, part I just, of like mixtape history. They are, but I just don't think that that really qualifies for much. And, and I mean, that's fair. I think I've said all that I could say about Cole, other than please give us that Temptations track with you and K. Dot. Please. That's never happening. I want it so bad. Pause. That's been deleted. <laughs> no way in hell they still have that. But I, I'm going to be honest with you, man. I think we talked about everything we need to talk about. So I don't, without further delay, I think we should just cut the cord. Yeah. I agree. I agree. There wasn't a lot of drops. We got so, we got so enthralled. You know, we had to leave the air horns at home. <laughs> but yeah, man. Go ahead. Kick us off, man. Or kick us out. You know, shout out, shout out to Surgeon, that guy, the leader. Of a certain country, you already know what I'm talking about. I don't want—I want nobody looking for me, checking up on me, secret services, or some type of shit. So we'll leave it at that. Uh, <laughs> and um, shout out you for listening. Appreciate y'all so much. For sure. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, friendly Fade Boys are signing off. It's your boy Hoosh Baby. See, Daddy, yet again, you can follow us on IG at Friendly Fade Podcast. And Twitter, you can follow us at Friendly underscore Fade. Guys, it's been a pleasure. Um, Oosh, play us on to some shook ones. Okay, I got you. Hold up, same word. All right, Peter Prob. All right, brother, good talking to you. Yeah, to all the killers and the hundred-dollar billers. Yeah, for real, because who ain't got no feelings? Feelings. Check it out now.
realness We be the infamous, you heard of us Official Queensbridge murderers The mob comes equipped for warfare Beware of my crime family Who got enough shots to share for all those Who wanna profile and pose Rock you in your face, stab your brain with